A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. We saw yesterday how Peter is writing here in this epistle of 2 Peter to the Christian church. He is writing to them with affection and with real understanding. He is writing uh, with a palpable delight at the condition of Christians. Christians are not just people who like religious things and who go to church. They are people who have been brought into relationship with Almighty God and with his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who face glory and excellence for all eternity, who have escaped the darkness and death of our world and uh, delight in the, pos- in the prospect of that divine nature that will become theirs in the future. It's Wednesday the 13th of January, and we're going to continue now with 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5. For this very reason, so he's in effect, Peter is saying, because you are these wonderful things as a Christian, for this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with steadfastness and steadfastness with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. Now, at the very heart of this first section, the first section runs actually from verses 1 to 11, I think, in the center we have this command, make every effort. Uh, It really means something like this. He's saying try very hard with every bit of energy you have in every possible way. To do what? To supplement your faith. Now, is he saying that you are saved by faith plus? Of course he is not. That is a terrible heresy to think that you are saved as a Christian by faith and something else. No, you're not. You're just saved by faith. And Peter knows that as well as all the other New Testament writers because they all speak for the living God when they say this and they all speak with one voice. So when he says to supplement your faith with virtue, what he's really addressing is the nature of saving faith. And this is his concern. His dying concern for the church is that the faith of the church, for the faith of the people of God to be genuine. And so he lists seven, as it were, um, qualities of Christian character that will show faith to be genuine. It's very important that we understand this. He's saying that what demonstrates a saving faith is an inner change of character. It's not an ability to preach good sermons or to lead clever Bible studies or to be brilliant at uh, administration in the church. That doesn't demonstrate saving faith. Saving faith changes the life, which changes the innermost character, not what people see on the outside or experience in terms of ministry, but what is really going on in your inner heart. And he's saying, in effect, make your faith real with these seven virtues. Now, what are the seven uh, virtues? 
what are these seven character qualities? Well, the first one is virtue, and that word has been used at the end of verse 3, although the translators saw fit to use a different word in translating it. They describe at the end of verse 3, his own glory and excellence. So they're describing God, and the word excellence is the same word. It's the identical word that's been translated virtue in verse 5. And what it's really saying is that this virtue that is being referred to in verse 5 is God's moral perfection. And he's saying that Christian believers should have the goodness of God as a guiding principle in their lives, not just in their conduct and in the way they um, give talks or uh, lead Bible studies or lead vineyard tables or book groups or anything like that, but they should have that goodness of God as a guiding principle in their innermost lives, in their innermost hearts. That's the start point of showing faith to be real. What's the second uh, character uh, characteristic of Christian character? It is knowledge. And obviously what uh, Peter is referring to there is knowledge as given by God. This is the esoteric knowledge, we might say, the specialist knowledge of God's revelation in his word. And what it's saying is that if you are going to be committed to the goodness of God as a guiding principle, you've got to understand what it is. You've got to have knowledge of what it means to pursue virtue as a man or as a woman. And by the way, um, they, there are different ways in pursuing virtue as a man or as a woman or as a child. There is a need for knowledge to understand, as it were, your situation in life and to demonstrate um, a commitment to uh, the true and living Christian faith in that situation. And for that, you need to understand the Word of God. You can't do it without having, as it were, the map of God, the light of God in our hands. He goes on to describe the third characteristic, which is self-control. And self-control is absolutely vital to Christian character. We saw at the end of verse 4 that the world is corrupted because of sinful desire. And we see later in the letter that those who are enemies of the church are those who indulge themselves. For example, chapter 2, verse 10, he describes as those who indulge in the lust of defiling passion. Or chapter 3, verse 3, who uh, scoffers uh, who follow their own sinful desires. Do you see a lack of self-control is an open door to Satan to come in. That's why self-control is so critical to a saving faith. The next one is steadfastness, um, and that is describing the steadfastness of character. It's the difference, I guess, between a meteorite and a star. A meteorite being an inert object that is burning up as it flames through the Earth's atmosphere. It may shine very brightly for a while. It may be more bright than anything else, but it very quickly disappears, whereas the star is steady and, and burning all the time. The Bible says things like, uh, the one who endures to the end will be saved. Steadfastness is a sign of living faith. So we've covered those first four, but I've run out of time, so we're going to come back to this tomorrow. Heavenly Father, please would you help us to understand what it means to uh, make our faith real, to demonstrate its reality in true Christian character. 
We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.